First one for this one. Been a bit of a break. We've had a few weeks off just to kind of, uh, I guess, recoup. And well, I mean, Ethan, you haven't. You've been <laughs> still firing away the articles there. I've been fucking busy as uh, on the home front here. We've been all sorts of shit going on. So it's kind of worked out well for me to have a bit of a break because I wouldn't have been able to get on anyway. But um, yeah, boys, it's good to have you back for um, season four, man. Like. Man, that's about 24 episodes a season, and we've done three already, so, um, yeah, this would be roughly around episode 73, if you want to put it that way, I think it works out to be. Uh, but anyway, Andy, thanks for joining the uh, chat tonight, mate. We're not going to do a massive big show or anything tonight, just going to sort of touch base, see what everyone's been up to, talk about a few things that are pertinent at the moment, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the nitty-gritty for our, um, episode two with, with our guests coming on. But anyway, man, how are you, Andy? Thanks for, for joining us tonight. It's a, it's a Wednesday night. We normally do it on a Sunday, but uh, shit hasn't worked out for us too much lately. So thanks for for um, <laughs> getting on board, boys. I appreciate it. It's all good, General. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling really good. Um, we had a rally in Brisbane City on Saturday, which was which was nice. It was um, it was good. Yeah, it's good. I was, well. was going to throw to you um, shortly, soon. Actually, we'll we'll go through that with both because I wasn't there of course oh, okay. but I think, I think both you Ethan may have been there as well but uh, yeah I'll, I'll get your wrap up on that as well which would be good um, in the meantime though I'll just Ethan yeah, you're waiting in the wings man how you been brother thanks for uh, for joining us again tonight for another episode good general good to be here uh, for season four um, crazy that we started you know back at the end of 2018 and here we are you know, all these years later, coming into season four, That's pretty right. crazy stuff. Yeah, man, where has the time gone? And so much has happened. So much has happened yeah. in the world, man. Far out. Oh, man, I mean... It's come at a good time. Come at a good time starting this podcast, mate. We didn't know what was on the horizon, but we have a platform to, to get our thoughts out, you know. Mm, that's it, mate. And uh, kudos to you, man. I've been obviously keeping up to date with a lot of the pieces you put out. I think I missed one of the last ones that you've put out, but been keeping up to date with all the ones you've been putting out there and um, your own member podcasts and all that sort of stuff. Really enjoying those. Um, and uh, every time I sort of see one little email come through, I'm like, oh, good, there's another one to listen to. Can't wait. So 
which will be sort of falling in line with your last show, I think, too. Um, hopefully, episode two for this season when we get Derek on to have a chat from uh, the Conscious Resistance Network to talk about Freedom Cells. That'll be awesome. It'll be uh, sort of right up our alley. For sure, mate. It'll definitely align. I mentioned this on the latest member podcast. You did, you yes. Know, that Derek would be upcoming on the show, and uh, I think it'll align really well yeah. with you know some of the discussions that we've had in the Discord server and you know behind the scenes on the TOTT news website with everyone and some of the things that we can do and you know i think this freedom cell concept is is a really good one and there's a lot of movements and and things happening across australia so hopefully it'll help people become more aware of those things yeah and i've had a lot of um people chatting about it uh andy you've probably seen it as well in our little um telegram group that we've got going on um for anyone out there who's listening if you wanted to say hi or add me or join the group I've got or just say hi first and I can bring you in I'm at general underscore Maddox uh, so just look me up on there guys um, yeah, like as in we're a lot of individuals here Ethan has got his own thing going on with TOTT News and, and the way he chats to his members and all these guys so he does that through Discord which of course I, I partake in as well uh, but I, I've, I've got mine set up through Telegram at the moment um, seems to be working well yeah, I've got a bunch of friends and like minded people and few of the supporters on there as well so it's really good we sort of touch base a lot and share a lot of information pretty much exactly what you were doing as well on the discord there Ethan so it's really good to 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 have that kind of you know the hands-on you know everyone's just really quick to contact you if they want to get hold of you you know they can give you drop you some info or ask a question and you've got like a knowledge base there of all our awesome members and all that sort of stuff who are really willing to help other people and you know all that sort of stuff it's really cool i love this little community we've got going on so that's why i think it's going to be a good focus moving forward we we do a few more shows on things like community and freedom cells like we mentioned earlier um you know getting off the grid what are we going to do in this this i guess post covid world which uh, is is coming right at us and it's coming quickly boys it is on the horizon and it's uh, it's going to be in our faces exactly. real soon man yeah so we got to do something hey ethan exactly mate and i think it's it's very vital you know i think these types of discussions are vital to be as prepared as possible as you can be for what is coming you know i've been very vocal you know i've i've said on a number of episodes i think that there's obviously three ways that there um, are action out there there's people who think they can change things politically people think they can change things through activism and protest and there's people that think that they can change things through, um, you know, building alternative communities and just disconnecting uh, from the fake system altogether. And I s- seem to sit on on that side of the fence, even though I support a lot of movements and obviously yeah. give coverage to everything. Yeah. And this is something that we've been talking about. You know, we're very confident because, you know, as opposed to sort of attacking the system and attacking what's happening to us, we're almost dodging the punches that are coming towards us instead of running headfirst and you know potentially getting knocked out yeah. in a sense if to, in, to use enga- a metaphor engaging it's with preparing mm. exactly yeah. it's it's preparing and, it, and it's it's making sure that you know you're you're as well prepared as possible not just for what's happening now but you know what can happen next and what happens after that you know what if it gets to this point preparing on a multitude of levels not just the one level so Moving forward, I'm, I'm super keen to start discussing this and, and to get more broader ideas from, you know, the, the general podcast listening audience, mate. It's yeah. going to be great because it's it's definitely vital. Yeah, looking forward to a big time. It's going to be great. I mean, and power to all the people who are taking the fight 
and doing all that stuff. I'm, I'm in the same mindset as, as you and I guess Andy, probably the same. You know, it's, it's great to have people challenging the system in a court, like don't give up, keep doing it, you know, because um, you never know. They're, they're, as unlikely as it may be, there could be a win there, you know, like there, there could be something in that. So keep doing that. And the power of the people who are taking that part of the fight, good on them. You know, um, all these other little fights that's going on, I don't think anyone should stop and focus on one particular thing, but I think it's so good that everyone is doing... Well, a lot of people are doing a lot of different things, you know? we've And that's how we have to do it. we just got to fight them on every front. Sometimes sometimes not even fighting. Sometimes just going our own way, like I said, and just not engaging with that system at all, you know? And just... we've Here's our system that's over it. here. You know, we've sort of mentioned that before on many shows. Um, yeah, so that's... that's it's I'm looking forward. I'm kind of excited and... Uh, just you know the anticipation is there to sort of see what's coming in future and like I'm, I'm already mentally preparing myself boys i don't know about you guys but i'm mentally preparing myself to literally let go of this system that is around us right now like you know what if they tell me in in three months time or and as of next year that i i have to have a vaccine card or whatever to go into fucking coals to do my grocery shopping or something like that then you know what I'm not going to shop there anymore. I'm going to find another way to get my food and vegetables and whatever else. You know what I mean? Like, if that means I've got to go whole hog into yeah. growing or whatever it is, you know, that's what I'll do. I'm already mentally preparing myself that that is a possibility and possibly an inevitability. Um, so yeah, I just think that's what everyone should be doing as well. Just you got to get your got to get your head around it, guys. Sure. Everyone listening, wrap your health, wrap your head around the fact that this is coming it's there is something coming we can't guarantee what it is exactly we know something is coming in the terms of you know what's going to stop us living our lives as we kind of had in the past uh and then like andy mentioned on those other things you know we, we don't own that anymore let go of it you've got to let go of these things um but i think still yeah still go to rallies you know still fight the fire and and you know meet up with like-minded people that is so important ultra important too i'm uh, I'm actually going to try and get my ass to the next um, rally too, boys. I think there's one coming up in November sometime, but I'll make sure I try and get to that one. I'm going to drag Danielle. She's actually quite excited to try and to get along to one of these rallies. She's never been to one yet, but um, she's very pumped. Uh, Andy, speaking of which, let's get you your take um, from your perspective. You're on the ground, as per usual, at these rallies. Um, the most recent one, uh, what was it, the weekend? Not the weekend. Oh, it was the weekend just gone, actually, wasn't it? How was that, mate? Saturday, yeah. Mm, Saturday. Saturday just it's really good, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, like um, I've sort of, I've known, I've known Tricky for like a long time. Um, in fact, even before he became like active, mm-hmm. you know, with CAV then, and, and I watched this guy sort of, you know, like come up and and uh, you know really really progress in in what he's doing, and he's he's doing a he's doing a really great job and doing the very best that he can. So, mm. like, Talk about taking the ball by the so, horns uh, and running look, with it, eh? He's done a good job. Yeah, look, he has. Look, he's he's a father with um, you know like a, a wife and kids and, and responsibilities too, and um, and and he's put himself right out there. Mm. So um, big kudos to him. Is very brave thing that he's doing and um you know um actually yeah it, it it's amazing so. i wanted to just before you tell us a bit more about the rally i just wanted to interject quickly i don't know if you guys have I'm, i know you follow him of course on facebook but i'm not sure if you do ethan but anyway tricky put up a video um of when he had to go and appear at court right and well he didn't actually have to appear to be honest he's the police were telling him, look, yeah, we're going to be you know, dropping the charges and withdrawing our whatever against you. You don't actually need to be here, but you can come along if you want to. 
And he, he turned up at the court and he was like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm not wearing a mask. I have a medical exemption. And then <laughs> the magistrate ended up putting a warrant out for his arrest because he refused to wear a mask to go into court. You know what I mean? Like, this is how ridiculous it is. He was like, I don't even have to be here. Like, I was told I don't even have to be here. I've turned up anyway just to represent myself and just to hear it in court. I've got a, I've got a valid medical exemption, you know, and then they, <laughs> and then the judge, the, sorry, the magistrate goes and says, well, we're going to issue a warrant for your arrest if you're not wearing a mask on this property, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what is going on? He just kind of laughed and was like, he's just, he's like, this is just crazy. Like, what a world we're living in. <laughs> anyway, I'm not sure if any other listeners kind of watched any of those videos or whatever. It was, it was only a couple of, uh, maybe about a week or two ago when he, when he put those up, but uh, yeah, I just thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Did you see that at all, Andy? You put it up by any chance? I'm, I missed that, hey. Oh, you'll have, have to, to go, go back, back through his feed, yeah, and have a look. look yeah. It's a crack up, mate, yeah. But anyway, so tell us yeah, about the rally, mate. What was the impression? Many people turn up? Oh. Was it good vibe? Any more, any new connections? Or? Yeah, the numbers were... Oh, look, I make connections every single time with brand new people, and I go out of the way to make sure that I, like, like you know, connect with new people all the time. So, mm. you know, just, just, just grows my own friendship base with like-minded people. That's why I love it so much. That's why I go and, you know, like, it's just... I, look, I don't expect, you know, rallies to suddenly change the world, but it kind of, like, it just increases the vibe. It makes connections, and yeah. it just makes the people... It makes the people there feel feel good about themselves, uh, especially if you're in a bit of a bad spot. And, you know, they need that, don't they, Andy? People. Well, I need that. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and definitely the people that go there regularly do need that. So it's just it's just what we do. So um, you know, um, people 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 are a bit critical, saying that oh, you know, you should be doing that. You know, when like during a weekday when Parliament's sitting and blah blah blah. But I don't expect knocking on the door of these puppets, the puppet show up at the puppet house, to actually you know like make any difference whatsoever. Yeah. I think. I think the people running the country and the state and that are well hidden behind those walls. So, well, plus it's tough enough you know, just to like, get 5,000 people there on a weekend rather than on a freaking Tuesday morning or something. You know, people are going to work, man. We've got lives. We've got to try and make money. We're living day to day, some people, you know, like it's, you can't expect that of them, you know. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And and what are you going to do? Like go and, go and run at the bloody thing there with pitchforks and, and knives and create havoc and violence and stuff. Mm. No, it's just... You know, like, and and if I can just quickly say, General, too, you know, like it's obvious to me the the actual enemy isn't the isn't the Palace Chook and her friend Jeanette Young and, and the rest they're, of yeah, those co- they're all puppets. Sort of thing. That is just the distraction, the puppet distraction, and everything like that. When I walk in my local shopping centre and I see my local people around me all masked up and walking with their head down and that. That's actually the problem. Mm. That's actually the problem. The problem, the COVID-19 thing, is actually a reflection of humanity as it sits right now in its pathetic little fear-based world. So, you know, if it was just a matter of pulling one puppet, puppet off the stage and replacing it with someone better, that'd be just too easy. But no, we've... We've got a long way to go in yeah. changing our mindsets, and that's what it's all. That's what it all comes down to. But yeah, look. Bottom line, wrapping it all up. Uh, it was a great day, great weather. Um, Tricky did a great job. It was good people, good vibe, and 
Yeah, I'll be I'll be definitely going to the next one with you and Danielle in November. Yay! Woohoo! Yes. Uh, sorry, boys. Yeah. Um, I've got a bit of uh, rain in the background, so I'll, I'll make sure I mute myself in between chats when I'm not speaking. Do apologise. It's big storm rolling through right now here for the listeners. Uh, but yeah, it might be a bit noisy. I'll definitely mute that in, in future there, boys. Thank you, Ethan, for letting me know. Um, just quickly, though, Andy, tell us about... You, I think you took a photo and put it up. Um, there were some Provax people at the rally, mate. Tell us about that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I, I was. It was right at the start, and I was walking into the Botanical Gardens, and there would have been about 30 of them there, all, all with their you know, like pre, pre-done company signs, none of, none of them who had created a sign themselves. But it was just, it, was, it reminded me of exactly the, you know, the, the climate change um, brigade. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're all screaming and carrying on and, and uh, you know, and, and, yeah, Provax and, had all of their chants and everything ready and carrying was, on. The police was were there many of them there? About thirty. <laughs> oh fucking idiots! Thirty of them rock up to say, "Yeah, complete, we're Provex." Fucking hell! Crowd. It was an absolute renter crowd, a hundred percent. Hey, it was just you could tell by the way that they were carrying on that they were that they were doing a job. They'd been paid, hundred percent. And the signs too, the signs, don't be a scab, get the jab, you know, you freaks make us sick. Unbelievable. Yeah, Yeah. I saw that. I'll make sure I put a picture up in in the show notes in this as well so people can see what we're referring to. Yeah, definitely a -a rent-a-crowd, I agree, Andy. Um, I I, I would say a funded rent-a-crowd or, you know, like definitely had professional signs made up and all that sort of stuff, you know. I mean, anyone who goes to a rally, you don't go and spend... You don't have a budget for sign making or whatever, unless you're like, I guess, the organizer, for example. But anyone else who rocks up, you write that shit yourself on some cardboard and take it along. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't get that shit paid for. Far out, unless you're uh, part of the clique, I guess. But yeah, just sort of um, throw that in there for the listeners well, found, as well. Yeah, I found a photo as well. Um, there was a similar group that showed up. I believe it was to a Perth rally um, last month that had the exact same gear, the exact same sort of uh, yellow and black um, outfit, sort of a Provax little squadron that rocked up to the Perth rally as well. So it definitely seems like a coordinated sort of effort across the country. And and a lot of them, like a lot of them were really young. You know, you might see on TOTT News um, the recap of all the rallies across the country. There was a video there where one of them's given a speech on a – um, on her megaphone, and they all look like they're, you know, barely out of high school. You know, it seems like young, you know, primarily I I assume because I've seen a lot of protest groups, they're probably young socialists. If they're not in high school, they're in, in uni, probably part of some socialist alliance group or something like that that, you know, just they said they're anti-fascist but pro-vax, you know, just this sort of mixed messaging that you see a lot from <laughs> those types of groups. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, uh, it seems like seems like someone uh, is is a bit uh, too upset, and they were there screaming out about the rally being far right general because, as we all know, mate, wow, it's uh, right wing Nazi uh, white supremacists that run the freedom movement, mate, all across the country. So that's why it seems they're coming out to oppose this because we're threatening all of the freedoms 
of people around us and yeah. letting this virus spread. And isn't that and just a tactic? Bashes. Isn't that just a tactic as well, boys? You know, they've got to do that whole split them into either a left or right. You know what I mean? That's that whole Hegelian dialectic. Whereas you know, they identify that you know the the most people can't understand anything unless it's split into two you know separate parts. It's got to be a left or it's got to be a right. You know, they've lumped us into one of them. But it's got nothing to do with that on the side that we're on. It's got literally nothing to do with sides at all. Like, I don't even... To me, it's two sides of the same coin, two wings of the same bird, whatever. It doesn't matter. There are no sides, you know? Yeah, well, 10 years ago, mate, we were called... Conspiracy theorists were called left-wing conspiracy theorists. (laughs) Now we're far-right conspiracy theorists 10 years later. You know, we're just switching and changing. You know, we used to be on the left, now we're on the right. And then uh, one day, you know, people, and I assume most of the people listening to this right now, you know, wake up to the fact, as you've said, mate, it's uh, two sides of the same coin, two uh, heads of the same dragon. Mm. It's uh, all designed. It's it's more of a us versus them, not uh, left or right. It's the, the elite versus the peasants. That's all there is. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's so ridiculous that they, I mean, how many rallies have there been? There've been so many, then finally now they turn up to, to show their support. Of course, as the vaccine is, you know, accelerating into its massive rollout here with, you know, apparently, apparently, you know, what, 70% have their first jab and getting close to that 80% mark, which they say, which of course, none of us believe any of these fucking numbers, but... You know, and now they turn up to the rallies? Like, I mean, if they were serious about it, surely they would have been there from the beginning, you know? Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's got to, you got to laugh at mean, it. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the Destiny Church were in the gardens, you know, most of them, you know, Islander nations, Samoan, New Zealander, and they were all doing the haka again <laughs> while they were outside calling us far-right consp- conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, got to laugh, boys. Got to laugh. Uh, and actually, yeah, just sort of um, let you know as well. So as of this very episode, uh, the new intro song, uh, and I'll, we'll play the full version, of course, at the end of the episode for um, for the listeners as well. And I'll provide a link uh, for anyone who'd like to download the actual song. It was created, uh, I've been talking about this for, for a couple of months now, created by one of our awesome listeners, Nige. Um, love the track. It's awesome. Drop the Fear by the Calm Storms. Uh, I hope everyone is going to enjoy that for the intro. Um, bit of bit of a t- oh, it's like a teaser for the intro, but the outro you'll have the full version of that song, guys. So I hope everyone enjoys that. And again, um, he has he and his music um, muso buddies across the world put that together for this podcast for free. Did it out of the pure enjoyment of creating music and creating the art that he does, and the, the fact that he supports what we do. Uh, and he's on our side, and he's a fucking legend. So uh, once again, thank you to, to Nigel and all the musos there. I'll pull up the names in a minute, and, uh, and I'll read them out for everyone too. But yeah, it's, it's awesome. So that, that's that's what I mean by this is how cool it is. It's a he, he did this for, for free, and I, I just threw him a fiver just to say thanks on his uh, on the download link for the for the tune there. But if anyone loves a song and wants to add it to their playlist, and by all means, you can I think you can uh, donate like a one dollar US, and it's yours. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone enjoy. Or you can just re-listen to the end of this episode, or all future episodes if you want to hear it again. Uh, but if you want that track just to throw it on your own uh, music device or whatever, then yeah, please do download it and support those guys. Uh, as we know, all all entertainment industry and musicians uh, are doing it pretty tough uh, throughout all this bullshit. Because uh, and I know a few, and I'm friends with quite a few of them because I used to book entertainment 
uh, at my previous job uh, in the hospitality industry, and I know come to sort of come to know quite a lot of these guys, and a lot of them haven't worked in months um, due to all the lockdowns and all the restrictions and all the other bullshit that goes along with it. So um, yeah, get out and support them. Most of them are actually on our side, to be honest, because it's really hurt them. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up, boys, I don't know if you. Um, so this, it's come out. So g'day to all the WA listeners, uh, anyone over there in Western Australia. Um, someone just drop out there. Uh, oh, he's put the image up. Thanks, Andy. I just heard it in me, uh, in me headphones there. Um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, I'll put a link for this in the show notes as well. So the, the wa.gov.au website, they've put out a mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations. We're all in this together. Look at that mantra. Perfect marketing there. Here we go. To protect WA and safeguard essential services and businesses for the long term. They've got it in two categories here, boys, with two different sort of dates that they expect. So it says occupations in which risk is sufficient due to high transmission, vulnerability, or necessary to avoid catastrophic risk or safety to the community. Mandates in place. And they've got first dose by the 1st of December 2021 and fully vaccinated by the 31st of December 2021. So they've set the deadline for this year for this particular group. I'll read these out pretty quick, but I'll put a link in the show notes for everyone to check it out themselves. So cross-border freight, uh, rail workers included, high-risk extreme locations only, remaining public and private hospitals and healthcare facilities, primary and community health, on-site resources sector, border and air transport, staff working in or entering remote Aboriginal communities, residential and non-residential community care services, including in relation to disability, mental health, homelessness, drug and alcohol, blah, 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 all those ones, uh, corrective services, the remaining WA police, so they've got their mandate as well, fire and emergency services, and abattoir and meat processing. So they've got until the end of this year to have to be fully vaccinated in WA, or you don't have a job. The next category, occupations deemed critical to ongoing delivery of business and function of the community. So the very core of our communities, guys. And of course, these are just at your everyday run-of-the-mill jobs. Listen to these ones. First dose by the 31st of December. So at the end of this year, you have to have your first dose and fully vaccinated by the end of of the first month of 2022, that's 31st of January. Here we go. If you're in these sectors, you may as well just leave your jobs now. Supermarkets, grocery, bakery, restaurants, pubs, bars or cafes, the post office, hardware stores, oh, sorry, all the Bunnings employees, childcare or family daycare, school or boarding school, financial institutions, critical infrastructure and, and services necessary for health, safety and welfare of the community in any person or animal or premises Example, utilities or veterinary clinic, petrol stations, truck stops and roadhouses, public and commercial transport, remaining port operations, remaining commercial uh, transport, freight or logistics, hotel, motel or other accommodation, funeral or mortuary, building, maintenance or construction. Wow, that pretty much just sums up the majority of the working you know, class in WA. That's basically everyone. And if anyone thinks that that's going to stop with them, uh, they've got uh, serious rocks in their head because this is coming for the entire country, guys. We can... Uh, I mean, shit, we've had pretty much most of uh, Victoria go through this. You know? Good old uh, Dan Andrews has set the bar for everyone down there. You said Wales will, of course, follow, then Queensland, it'll, and that's just going to steamroll from there. But hey, there you go, guys. 
Western Australia, you've got until the end of the year to get your first dose. And, uh, well, first and second dose for some categories until the end of January for everyone else. And it says, in the event of a lockdown, the following will be required to be fully vaccinated to attend work in the event of a lockdown or similar restrictions. Other click and collect retail, a bottle shop, news agents, pet stores, wholesalers, critical conveyancing and settlement agents, government or local government services where working from home is not possible. Some administrative services, vehicle and mechanical repair service, journalistic and media services. Oh, all those mainstream media people. Better get your jabs, guys. Members and staff of members of parliament of Western Australia. I'll come back to that one. Roadside assistance, critical forestry, critical primary industries, critical forestry, sorry, factories, manufacturing, fabrication, and production. So all those ones, it's the following will be required to be fully vaccinated to attend work in the event of a lockdown. So if they come the first lockdown... All those people in those industries are history. But there you go. So members of uh, members and staff of members of parliament. So the MPs over in WA have to get their uh, vaccines. Whereas I was uh, hearing the other day, uh, a journalist was asking Brett Sutton um, down in Victoria there if MPs uh, have to be vaccinated in uh, Victoria. And uh, his response was, no, it's not mandatory for them. They <laughs> do the idiots pushing it don't have to get it down there in Victoria. Isn't that crazy? Uh, Ethan, what do you make of that, mate? WA, first uh, first state to really fully roll to that, mate. Yeah, General, it's uh, all coming to a head, isn't it? And uh, we've even seen the same, if you've watched the, the news in the last couple of days here on in Queensland. Our, our uh, chief health officer has been saying the same. You know, you've, you've got 11 days left if you want to have freedom by Christmas because of all the restrictions, we can't keep COVID out. We're going to have to open the border, which means we're going to have to bring in restrictions up here and, and vaccine passports. And by the time, you know, you've got a, you've got 11 days by the time you get your first dose and then your second dose to be able to make it to Christmas. And, and it's just, you, you touched on a good point, mate, from WA to Victoria to, to everywhere. It's, it's becoming a national thing. It's starting to spread everywhere. And this is becoming the normality. And it's very, you know, it's very sad to see this is the trial phase of their medical apartheid system. You know, we know that they're going to spring a new strain on us after the holidays and lock us down for those booster shots. But once the, you know, it's, it's sort of the testing ground for what they want in the future, this this split of society where mm. if you're unvaccinated, especially in Victoria, Dan Andrews said the other day, if you're... If you're unvaccinated, you're not going to get freedoms back till well into 2022, he said, probably after the grand uh, pricks, the Formula One or whatever it is mm, there, you mm. know, um, they said well into 2022, they're not unvaccinated. People aren't even on the final stage of Victoria's so-called uh, the roadmap, roadmap to yeah. freedom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he's missing out on a, on a massive swath of, of people there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> we'll just forget about that. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that's the thing, mate. And but if you if you're to believe their statistics, which I'm very skeptical of, you know, there's been massive uptake in the last few months because of you know all of this stuff that's coming in, and you know, eighty percent, and we want to get to ninety percent in Victoria and all this type of stuff. They reckon that Canberra is what ninety five percent, you know, vaccinated <laughs> or something like that. Just all of these statistics, but you know, they want. 
it seems like the pressure is working in a way. You know, even if those stats aren't completely true, I'm sure you know of people. Oh, I know they're up people there. That have just, yeah, that have they, just they, said, you know, yeah, like, I've had to I get agree. it because of my job. You know, I've had to do this type of stuff. And it seems to be working, this perpetual uh, virus warfare. And now, you you know, that people get given their, their false illusion of freedom, which also, you know, tries to give in to the peer pressure and all that type of stuff for unvaccinated. Look how free we all are. But just like last year, it's just going to be for the holidays. Things are going to go awry again next year for the booster shots. And, you know, even auto immune compromised people in new south wales at the moment they can't even go out into the so-called vaccinated economy because a week before they opened up with freedom day they said you can now come get your third shot so they have to have a third shot now Mm -hmm. um, auto immune compromised people uh to be able to go out in into into the world and this is just crazy stuff that's going on and even in states like you said general that we've Queensland, WA, where there's been barely any uh, COVID, barely any, you know, perpetual lockdowns, all the stuff that we've seen um, in the heart of this thing, it's coming to them as well. It's coming to workplaces and employments. And I'm interested to see where all of these fair work and safe work uh, trials and everything are going to go and all of these challenges. I know a few of my members out there are getting ready. You know, they've been given their deadlines and they're getting ready to fight this type of stuff and, and not bow down reluctantly and it's going to be interesting to see mate it's 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 very interesting to see what's happening now but also into the future once the definition of vaccinated changes how are people going to feel are they going to be so enthusiastic about the great job that we've done when they're told that they're no longer fully vaccinated that they have to get a third shot i'm interested to see how things are going to be unfolding in the future but i feel for everyone out there that is you know, up against it right now in workplaces. Stay strong. You know, if you're in WA, stay strong. It's coming to the rest of the country. It's already in, you know, our occupied territories. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this mass vaccine coercion that we predicted, that we talked about for, for the last year is finally here. And I just hope that people have heeded those words and have prepared as best as possible. You know, and we'll have to see how it plays out, mate. See, I'm... I I really feel for people who are in these positions where they're not like us, you know, like I am a sole trader and I garden for a living. You know, you're doing pretty much what you do full time, Ethan, writing and doing the website. You know, Andy's got his own businesses and stuff, you know, like we we don't work for people where we have to go and do this sort of thing and make sure we're fully vaccinated um you know or lose our jobs and stuff you know so it's hard a little bit harder for us to want to fully understand and grasp that situation but we definitely feel for the people out there who are going through this thing all i can say to that is you know i mean hashtag hold the line is what they've been saying you know like surely you have an employment contract go through your contract and if it doesn't say anything in there about having to you know undergo a medical procedure in order to keep your job the ie of course be a vaccinated um then they're going to be in breach of contract if they terminate you for that. So I would just suggest just slap lawsuits on these people. Do I go get a solicitor? You know what I mean? Ask maybe do set up a crown fund or you know get some relatives to help you out or whatever you can do. But you know take these people to court or, or warn them and say if you do this, I will sue you for breach of contract. We have a contract. My employment contract says this. There is nothing in there about me having to have a vaccine. No matter what you say, you cannot make me do this. 
um, you know, if, if you fire me, I'll sue you for unfair dismissal. Um, you know, like, or you can't make me sign another contract. You know, it's you have to have two parties agree to this thing. We agreed to that first contract. There's nothing in there. Then, you know, I'm going to, you know, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? So that, that's what I would do. And in the meantime, though, I would personally be looking for other work, setting yourself up, maybe look at, you know, starting up your own business or I can tell you, I can tell you now, anyone listening out there, if you're not sure what you're doing, it might think like it's a shit job, but I can tell you now, cleaners make more money than I do doing gardening and stuff. I, I see cleaners walking up to other, my clients' houses at the same time I'm there and stuff. You know, they're there for usually less time than me and they're in and out and they're getting like 200 bucks a pop to come and clean someone's house some of these time you know what i mean and that's that's you can get cash for these jobs too like the shit you can do guys you know it might, it might seem a bit shitty but it can keep you going for you know for a little bit long until you maybe you find something else or maybe you're in that position where you end up hiring staff to work for you and you're just taking the cut off the top and living off that like who knows like it you can do these are, there are things that people can do you just got to kind of open up your mind to the possibility that you're going to be out of your comfort zone you know, you're not going to be in that office, not going to be pushing the paperwork or, you know, running some staff around or whatever you're doing in your jobs there, guys. Like, I feel for you. I understand it. But you got to start thinking outside the box. You know what I mean? Put yourself in a better position where you don't have to go through that. You know what I mean? So, like I said, this is coming. People have... We, we've been warning people for a long time. And I know our listeners are on board with that sort of thing. But I'm hoping that you guys out there have taken heed. You've heard this warning. And you've started to do something about it. I know a lot of, I know, I mean, Andy, um, Sean in our group, Sean works for like a, a chain, like uh, a company that manages pools for the councils and stuff. In like Ipswich, Ipswich Council. Uh, he, he put in our little telegram group the other day. He said, yeah, I've just been worded from, you know, the, the higher ups saying that the mandates are coming and I'm going to have to have a vaccine or I'm going to be, I'm going to be terminated. This is what he said. I'm like, I'd be like, man, sue him for breach of contract, you know, like, but you knew this was coming. That's why my point was like, you knew this was coming, dude, you know, like you got to prepare for this stuff. We've been talking about it for months and months, you know, and now that it's here, people are like, and that's the thing, yeah, Yeah. that's the thing, man, you know, it's, it's, it was all about the preparation, you know, like that's why we were so crazy a year ago, you know, writing all these articles. It wasn't to fear monger people. It was to say this is what's coming. You know, this system is is so advanced. You know, and in, in it's and this propaganda machine is so advanced these days that they're gonna get this mass vaccine coercion because the masses have been completely uh, put under a spell. This is what happens when a society falls mentally ill, and you've got to prepare yourself. Like Nietzsche said, there's the herd and the higher man. If you're the higher man. You know, you've just got to prepare to weather that storm, and mm-hmm. it was all in the it was all in the preparation. But there's still time now. You know, it's not that I was just you know to your point, General. You know, we've had so long to know that this is coming. It shouldn't really be coming as a surprise Correct. to many people. But you see that it is coming to surprise to many people. Maybe because they put their hope in other alternative voices that were saying, you know, we can de- defeat the system and awaken the masses before this comes in, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, we, we know that Trump threw off a whole range of time that people could have spent preparing throughout 2020. You know, a lot of people put faith in Trump, for example. He was going to take everything down. Um, I think that, you know, it is time to prepare and it's also time to not be intimidated as well. You know, if you are shocked or surprised, don't be intimidated. Like you said, mate, stand your ground, you know, take that termination uh, with pride. Don't 
don't reluctantly step out. Take that with pride because then that's how you um, that's how you begin your actions. Yep. Or if you can stall them, you know what I mean. I've I've been very uh, open with my members about telling them to to stall. You know, with WorkSafe trials and all this type of stuff, mm-hmm. workplace investigations and all that stuff, make demand yeah, the, they give the you fair the work commission. And if they can't, yeah, if they can't, you know, just start up cases with that you know mm-hmm. put the onus of proof and the onus of argument onto them and say well if you're going to do this then you're going to have to prove that this was all justified yeah and if you can stall stall because many people are going to be doing this and this is where the real results come because unlike a supreme court where all the judges are bought and paid for and all this stuff these are specific commissions that are based on fair work you know safe work these are the names of them they're 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 based around safety and fairness and all these types of concepts not like the court which are just there to say well is this you know legally justified to be able to give this order type of stuff they're not going to do anything this is where we're going to start to see the real action so stand your ground i hope everyone's prepared and is prepared for it um it's going to be crazy times but i definitely feel for you like you said general i mean uh, if anyone out there is, look, this is another thing that you might even seriously consider, folks. I mean, if you're in a position like myself, and I've I've considered it, we're sort of even talking about it now with my wife, but we like, we bought a home, we don't own it, we're still paying it off, of course, but um, property prices around the place are going through the roof. Like, um, like I was I was told I could sell my place I'm in now for like half a million. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, the market's going through the roof because, I mean, Victoria has is the only state in the country that's had negative population growth. They've lost like 50,000 people in, in throughout 2021, I think it is. They're all leaving the state and they're selling up where they've got down there. They're buying cheap cheaper properties up here and they're paying premiums for them. I've had, I was talking to a few clients and they were actually wanted to, they were looking at moving, selling where they were at, are at Fig Tree Pocket, wanting to move out to an area near Pullenvale slash sort of Brookfield. Nice area. And um, they went to two open homes on that Saturday. This is no shit, guys. They walked through a house. They walked through two houses that they liked, rang the agent on the Sunday and said, oh, we'd like to come through back through on Monday. We really like that place. And we were thinking about putting an offer in. And he went, oh, it's, it's sold. And they're like, what? You're like, yeah, it's a cash offer. No building and pest inspection. Bang, they just snapped it up. And they, they said, and they rang another agent because it was a different agent. They went through another house. Exact same thing. No building and pest inspection, cash offer. You know, just took just took it on the day, on the Saturday, on the open day. Bank sold, and these are people coming up from Victoria who bought it because they've just got the cash, they've got the money to pay for it right there and then. Because again, properties are cheaper, and they're just taking them. It's and it's driving market prices up around the place. So, I mean, if it, I I could seriously consider selling this now, buying property. You know you know, hinterland, Sunshine Coast or whatever and getting an acre or two and start being more self-sufficient doing that. Like, that's a possibility for me. If anyone else is listening who's in that same position, shit, mate, start considering it, folks. Like, you might need to get... That's, you could need to get out of Dodge if you're in that position where you've you've got to do that. It's These are options people need to start considering. I'm not saying go and do it, but just weigh those options up, folks, you know, because there is definitely a lot of people coming up from down south, getting out of Sydney, getting out of Melbourne, and they're just snapping up properties left, right, and center up here, boys. It's crazy. Uh, Andy, have you seen that? Yeah, you're right. I'll just throw, sorry, Ethan, I'll just throw Andy, but have you seen that sort of thing? Have you come across any of that um, yourself, Andy? I mean, um, you, you're off yeah, your homeowner yourself, but yeah, prices are going through the roof, man. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it's it is crazy. And do you you put it down to all the um, you know southerners trying to get in in here? You think that's everything? That, that's uh, I wouldn't say it's everything, but it's a large, very large portion of of the people buying are coming up from down south. Because I, I my, one of my clients is a real estate agent who sold a house across the road from me. Um, and he was like, yeah, this is, ha- this is, I was just chatting about the market and what's going on. And he's the one that tell me, yeah, man, I can sell your house for this much right now. I've got buyers ringing me saying they want properties, you know, and they're all coming up from down south, man. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? Mm. Um, my cousin's just, um, believe it or not, it's just immigrated, well, when I said just like about a month ago, immigrated here from the UK. She's Australian. Um, her husband's South African and they've got, for uh, like adult kids and they're, they're really really struggling trying to get a rental like really struggling they've been they've been trying to get a rental now for nearly three weeks yeah. and making do with um airbnb type accommodation at the costing them an absolute oh, fortune shit, yeah three three or four times the price far out yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's um it's mad so yeah the real estate market is absolutely mental um Look, I don't, I don't even know where this is all going. It's so crazy. I really don't. I, I don't know. I, like the wife and I, I even had even considered it, Andy. Like we, we considered selling. We we're like, you know, we we're like, fuck, we could, you know, now's the time to sell. But we're, the, the other problem for us is like, we've got nowhere to buy. <laughs> you know, there's, exactly. there's nothing to spend your money on unless, unless, like I said, you want to go out west or up north or whatever and and find a plot and start from scratch or something, which, look, I said, it's a tempting, you know, it is very tempting to, to want to do that. We've been considering it for a long time to go more self-sufficient, get off the grid. Uh, and in terms of that, Ethan, I'd like to, anyone um, in your contact list, Ethan, who knows anything about off-the-grid stuff uh, on your Discord there, I'd love to have them on the show one time to maybe chat about that or, you know, get some information, some insights, all that sort of stuff too, man, because that's... That's very much in the direction we kind of have to go. Yeah, for sure, mate. No, we can we can definitely tee that up for yeah, sure. Right. It's it... it's definitely it's. De- Sorry. You, had, you had someone. I remember you mentioned on your last show. I think you you thanked perhaps one of the listeners uh, or one of your um, supporters. I can't remember his name or the handle he uses. Um, who does like uh, off the yeah, grid? Yeah, might have been Russell. Russell, that's the one. Yeah, might have been Russell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Russell from uh, the Free Radicals. He's been a great um, resource. Is I met, you know, connected with Russell years ago. He's not too far from uh, this area, um, just a little bit down south, mate. Um, but he's been, you know, since the ARP days, has been in touch and, yeah, and awesome. connected with us and everything. But it's only within the last few years that his uh, lifestyle of self-sufficiency and um, healthy living and, you know, the bloke's... 60 mate easily looks he's more built than me he's got more hair than me he's unbelievable you know he's just an absolute unit you know um (laughs) he's you know it's only in the last few years that that lifestyle has become you know so interesting and intriguing for a lot of people because you know as you said it's becoming one of the only tools that we do have left as as things sort of you know close in on everyone and that's the type of thing that everyone should be thinking about mate you know doing that type of thing i've got a lot of members saying well not you know a lot of members but you know a couple members that say that they're they're looking as soon as they can to come up to queensland to get away from you know victoria for example as soon as they can get out they're gonna do it you know any stretch of freedom there's a lot of people to your discussion before mate that are Mm. that are making the trip up here and 
and a lot of the discussions that they've had is over the last six months has been oh man i don't know it's it's a big thing you know oh, the kids go to school here the kids have friends and we have our life here and stuff but you know, it's yeah, almost coming to that point. Where I get that we've too. We've got to make big changes in our lives. Yeah. You know, this is the great reset, not just for the world, but for everyone personally. You know what I mean? Yeah. We are the ones that, with eyes to see, are being told that we need to let go of this false system and you know discover the the beauties of the the true depths of freedom. You know, starting from scratch, learning new things, becoming self-sufficient and off the grid and having a network that support each other through that, you know, homeschooling, all this type of stuff. That's the adventure that lies out there. Yeah. And once people go past that mental stage where they're like, oh, I don't want to leave this old life behind, but then can see the beauties of what this new life Mm. can entail and all they you know, need that's where all they need ethan is, is just a little win you know if you had that little win you know maybe you know you you get your first plot of land or you, you start growing a bit of food in your own home or in your own backyard and you're like fuck this is i can do this or you know it, you just have that little win and when you realize that you can do it you know it kind of make it kind of snowballs me you think you know this isn't as hard as people say and if it does get harder if it you know things don't work out then Change your strategy. Try, you know, mix it up a bit. Try something different. Don't, don't just think, oh, it's a roadblock. It didn't work. Oh, I failed, and that's it. I've got to succumb and go get my fucking vaccine. It doesn't work like that. Just try something else. You know, there's, mm-hmm. you just can't give up, folks out there. Don't give up. There's always another way around it. I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of always working a way around the system. If I can work a way around the system, I'll fucking do it. Um, and that's, you know, I try and live my life as much as I can by that. Um, right down to the point where I, you know, very much don't even want to pay a certain fine, which Andy's also tried to help me get around paying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, if there's a workaround I can try and get, I'll fucking try it. You know, like, um, but yeah, it's people need to do that. You know, once you have that little win, if you get a small win, you'll feel good about it, and you'll realize it's not that hard. You know, it can be done. Yes, you might have to uproot your family and your kids will make new friends. You know, you can plan, you know, future visits or, you know send them away for a weekend to go and visit their old friends or whatever. Yeah, sorry, I'm just burping here. Um, but yeah, there's other things that can be done. You know, people can, people uproot their lives all the time and make massive changes. You know, it's not, it's not the end of the world for them. People, you move on, you get over it. You know, you, life goes on. Life finds a way to quote Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. Um, but anyway, yeah, so enough of that. But I just wanted to sort of let people know that, um, you know, there, there are options out there. You know, just don't, don't, Stop! Don't get all the negativity, all this stuff. You know, we're we're not sitting here preaching the end of the world. I know it might seem that way, but we're just trying to encourage folks to start thinking, start really trying to come up with some ideas. You know, talk to your partners, talk to your your wife or husbands, and go. You know, let's just have an an actual you know a discussion. Just start jotting down ideas. Just start throwing ideas at each other. Nothing's a bad idea. You know, just start putting things down. And you know what? Something might appeal to you, or you might all of a sudden find yourself on the same wavelength and go. Wow, we both feel the same. We both had that same idea. Oh, I was going to say that, you know. And then, like, before you know it, you're like, yeah, you know, we can do this. We can sell up and, and buy a property. Let's start looking online, you know. Before you know it, you're looking on realestate.com.au and you're you're trying to find land somewhere, you know. Like, it, <laughs> just start doing something, folks. Is what I'm trying to say. You know, don't sit here and and dwell on the negative and sit here and, and wait for you know Armageddon. <laughs> Move your asses. That's what I'm trying to say. We want you to survive. Get to the Java. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, mate. And and as we know, the 
the etymology of apocalypse is unveiling. That's you it. Know? A lot's it's, being unveiled to you. You know, it's up to you what you do, yes. what you choose. Just because the apocalypse is coming, it doesn't mean it's doom that's coming. It just means you know a new a new horizon is being unveiled. Basically, new opportunity could be just see it as an opportunity. You know what I mean? It's just got to try and change your mindset on things, folks. But yeah, you're right, Ethan. Absolutely right. I like when you you mentioned that on your um on your own podcasts there for your members and stuff about that apocalypse and the unveiling and yeah, it's super interesting stuff. Um, yeah. I did have something else I was going to bring up too, but I kind of just segued myself there. Um, no, I've lost. Have it. an inspiring, have an inspiring chat, mate, about you know taking hold of your destiny. It's thrown us off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It has, um, but anyway, yeah. If you can contact maybe Russell or just put the feelers out to some of your um, your members in the Discord there, Ethan, that'd be great. I'd love to try and tee up some shows on things like Off the Grid or, you know, um, No Dig Gardens or just simple stuff like that that people can can try themselves at home. You know, um, give it a crack. You know, it'd be awesome just to kind of maybe adds add a bit of flavor like that to upcoming shows uh, for season four on the podcast we are we're evolving and we've got to kind of keep keep evolving and coming up with these kind of ideas and i want to bring them to to the listeners speaking of which um we have we've passed uh, another milestone we're well and truly over sixty thousand uh, downloads for the show which is really cool so once again, thank you so much for all the listeners out there. We um, I've been getting a lot of um, you know a lot of people joining up just on Podbean alone and following. Uh, a lot of people are sending through comments and emails and you know just saying love you guys, love the show. Um, you know, like and I love hearing people say that it's it's awesome. You know, um, so yeah, feel free to contact us anytime, even if it's just to say well done or love listening to you, and that's it. You know, like if you or if you've got some tips or. Uh, maybe listen to this right now and you know I know a guy who does who would love to come on your show to talk about off the grid stuff you know go and get them and, and you know, put them through to us um, they can either reach Ethan through his website or contact me via um, realnewsaustralia.com that's editor at realnewsaustralia.com it's not that hard to find us uh, but yeah so the podcast is doing really well lots of downloads lots of listeners um, hello to I know my special Patreon folks also listen to of course the main show g'day to all you guys managed to get just over 30 of these now, which is awesome. Um, slowly building that audience over there. We've done a few more shows, so hope everyone's enjoying the extra content over there. Um, but anything else? Uh, I didn't want to do a massive long show tonight. Andy, I might throw it to you first. Anything you'd like to contribute for for this, the rest of this uh, season four, episode one uh, podcast, mate? Um, yeah, I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, one thing I've been meaning to talk, I have mention it to you before um, I'd like to put a big shout out to anyone who is considering doing some whistleblowing ah, yes. to Real News Australia and um, we do have the technology we do have the video equipment we do have the sound equipment and we do have the post editing ability to hide your face and um, and get your message out to a very wide audience. So and if you're worried about if anybody's listening, that might be. I was going to say, if you're, if you're worried about um, anonymity or your email not being secure or whatever, um, people can contact me at realnewsaustralia at protonmail.com. I've set up one there for a bit more of a secure. I know um, people are big fans of the Proton Mail for security and stuff. So realnewsaustralia at protonmail.com. So I just wanted to add that if anyone's really you know hypersensitive about that and an anonymity. Yeah. So um, yeah, I just want. I, I think we should really start pushing that 
um, side of the thing there. So a lot of people, maybe in the police or the um, healthcare industry or anything like that, who really wants to come out, put a step forward and do maybe a one-on-one interview with, with the general. Maybe you can cycle, you know, like do that, do that with them. And, Absolutely. Uh, we can make something really special. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. Awesome. Thanks, thanks, Andy. Yeah, you did mention that to us, and I'm glad you, you remembered to bring it up, man. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah, definitely. Any Anyone out there listening uh, who or who knows or a family member or a friend, um, you get in touch with them and say, look, these guys will, will definitely keep you anonymous, but if you've got some stuff, some inf- interesting insights on uh, maybe you're, you're just an amber, you're an ambulance driver who keeps getting called out to all these you know COVID um, vaccine reactions and wants to just kind of you know, mention it to the to the general public and keep their anonymity. Then, then contact us. You know, whatever it is. You know, maybe, maybe you 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 work for the government and you've got some insights. I mean, we I've had government employees contact me before. We've put some information out about that and kept them anonymous as well. Uh, with regards to, I think it was um, wanting to make um, vaccines as mandatory as possible in uh, in the government sector. I think I, I released that a couple of months ago. Anyone can go back and listen to it. Uh, and so read about that at realnewsaustralia.com but yeah definitely Andy uh, yeah thanks for mentioning that man yeah contact us get in touch with us um, where we're here we'll, we'll help we'll get your story out there we'll, we'll, we'll get it to the world and it, people need to hear this stuff you know if you can if you can save a life by letting us know what's really going on and maybe you will save someone's life maybe someone's on the fence and thinking yeah maybe I can just go and get that jab and it'll be okay or you know that could be the life that you save, you know what I mean? Like there's, whatever it might be, contact us. Uh, Ethan, throw to you before we wind it up, brother. Um, thanks for coming on for season four, episode one. Um, it's good to catch up with you guys again and have a bit of a chat. Appreciate your time as always. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah, General. No, I think um, I think we have the, the focus of the show, you know, talking about employment and talking about all the jabs and, and everything that's been going on. That's really been the focus of the last uh, three weeks, you know, since we wrapped up the last uh, episode during, uh, you know, Battleground Melbourne. It, since then, it's just been vaccine apartheid, medical apartheid, so-called freedom days, all this type of stuff. So I think we've nailed it here today, you know, just encourage everyone to stay strong. As we said, keep going. Uh, head over to our websites. Head over to tottnews.com if you do want to keep up with some of the news that has been happening since our last show. Uh, more rallies, all that type of stuff that's been happening. Digital ID coming to Australia. You know, lots of news still on the on the cards. But you know, I think the focus now is is everyone's you know really just afraid and and concerned about their own well-being and livelihoods and have some you know bigger. Uh, decisions to make so we want to be here to support that as much as possible thank you for for tuning in for spreading the word and you know stay strong to everyone out there i'm sure you know we'll be back with more to talk about next episode to to recap and to update everyone on what's happening yeah hopefully we can get um derek bros on to chat about the uh, the freedom self uh, freedom cell stuff he he was uh, the main instigator of it all. He's been, you know, talking with James uh, Corbett as well um, through previous shows. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to get him on to kind of chat about it because I know it's definitely picking up. There's a lot of people wanting to 
to get on board and they're, they're really seeing this as the way to move forward through this and to, to weather the storm via networking with people and like-minded folks in small groups who can look after each other and, and you know, keep and look out for one another. Um, so that's key. I think it's going to tie in really well. Um, it's just, yeah, he's, he can't wait. Yeah, he's just, wait. he just happened to start a bloody tour like the day after I messaged him and he said, yeah, I'd love to come on and, and talk about that sort of stuff. And he's like, I'm just going on tour. Uh, maybe we can work out a date. I've been chatting to him like every couple of days. I get in touch with him and like, oh, have, you, have you found a date yet? He's like, oh man, sorry, I'm so busy. I like, just got back like, late night. I'm like, oh man, like, how about when's this tour finished? Let's tee it up then. <laughs> so it was just, just a little bit of bad timing there. But um, yeah, I was hoping to tee it up for episode one. It would have been awesome, but uh, never mind. All good. We'll get there in the end for you guys. Um, I just wanted to, <laughs> just before we go, I'll, I'll share the link with you guys. But do you remember when we're talking about the Melbourne tradie protests and all this sort of stuff and how, uh, Ethan, you were putting in the articles about how the government basically did a blackout, the conspiracy blackout. Yeah, you know, like how they yeah, yeah. stopped all live feeds and you know, shut down the cell towers and all that sort of stuff. Well, I was just, <laughs> I was just scrolling through because I thought there was something on Twitter I was going to remind myself to, to look at for the show and... I couldn't find anything, but then I, I saw this um, this person post this. So, if anyone wants to follow me at Twitter, it's at Real News AUS, all one word. Um, this guy's post live webcam in Italy shows empty square, yet it's filled with protesters. They don't want you to know. And it's got a live webcam link to show to show the square that these people are in. And it's on the on the he holds up his phone. And he goes, "Look, the live webcam. It's like no one in this in this square." But then he holds his phone up and and swivels it around with the camera and it's it's like one of the big protests we have you know here in brisbane it's just filled with people there for yeah, a protest wow. yeah <laughs> so they're even fucking with the live feeds there you go uh, i was busted so i retweeted that one that was pretty interesting and the other one i saw which is really really cool i've retweeted it as well there was um <laughs> it was a police officer it was in the uk i'm pretty sure it said even the 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 tweet said something like even the police dogs uh, know who the aggressors are and there's a bunch of cops with I think two or three of them with with police dogs right and there's like a couple of protesters kind of just standing there and they're kind of talking to them and the guy sort of gets the dog and pushes him towards the protesters as if to say like attack and he kind of like the guy just sort of stands there and the dog kind of runs past and then runs back to the cop and there's another cop with a dog also watching and the dogs are barking blah blah blah. And then that same dog turns around and starts attacking the cop. <laughs> it's like, you're the one making all the aggressive moves. So the, the, this dog, this police dog, it's awesome. He's like, he's like fully biting this guy, the cop's leg and stuff. It's fucking hilarious. Like, well, the cops, the, the protesters are just standing there, not doing anything. And the cops are the ones being the aggressors. And the dogs know. It's awesome. Uh, anyway, get on, get onto the Twitter. I'm on Twitter, on Telegram, on uh, Facebook. Oh, am I? Oh. Had my uh, suspension lifted a couple of days ago or a week or so ago. That's my, my fourth now. So come on, let's go for number five. Keep posting that information. <laughs> uh, it's a bit of a joke, but you know, I kind of like to get on there just to share shit around. Um, but everyone knows where they can get the good stuff. Uh, all right, lads, let's wrap it up there. That's uh, about an hour's time there. So thanks again, lads. And we'll see you for hopefully in about a fortnight for uh, episode two. And we'll have our guest on. Andy, Andy, thanks, man, for coming on, mate. Appreciate your chat as always, brother. Pleasure, Jeff. Thank you. See you, Ethan. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks, guys.